Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Well, all right, stop the music and all of that. Welcome back to another episode of our show. I'm Roger O'Hare. And I am Jen Jackson. And this is The Read. Thank you for coming back. It is indeed. And this week on The Read, if my audio sounds very close (laughs) and intimate, (laughs) you did it again. Uh, whatever. I'm without my mic stand, and so I'm holding it this week. I feel very um, 90s Oprah. I feel very Ricky Lake. Okay. Honestly, you may find that that has a positive effect, but... Maybe. I think the people will love it. It's authentic. Okay. <laughs> Back into our regular stuff this week. We're going to get in some Black excellence. And our Black excellence this week? goes to Ashley M. Jones of Alabama. She's a teacher in Birmingham, and she is also now the first Black Poet Laureate for the state of Alabama ever. Wow. Um, I feel like the only reason I know what that is is because of a line in Golden Girls that I can't place right now. One of you guys will remind me. <laughs> and Okay. You know what? That's, that's valid. <laughs> She's a teacher at the Alabama <laughs> School of Fine it. Arts. Miss <laughs> Jones is. Oh, what am I supposed to do? She's also an author <laughs> and founder. <laughs> founder of the Magic City Poetry Festival. Not that Magic City. <laughs> right. <but> stay focused. <laughs> And during the Alabama's Writers Cooperative meeting late recently, it was announced that she would be the next Poet Laureate for Alabama. And she's making history as the first Black person to hold the title in the state and the youngest person ever to hold the, uh, the title. And so she'll be serving as ambassador for poetry for the whole state. Uh, she'll be touring. She has to make appearances at universities, libraries, schools, state institutions, read uh, write poetry, hold workshops, do all kinds of bomb ass, sickening official stuff in the name of mm. words and the pursuit of poetry Amen. and learning and syntax and <laughs> words. Yes, and overall bad bitchery. I'm so sorry that I laughed that way. It's just, you know, Magic City Poetry Festival really conjured an image within me that I could not contain. Um, but she already also has a, a poetry book called Magic City Gospel. So <laughs> have fun with that as well. 
I'm going to try my hardest to not react to that while saying congratulations to this young person. Um, and honestly, I, I truly like I love that there have been more black poet laureates who have been like visible over the past few years that have kind of made poetry more palatable to other um, young people of color, specifically black people. So I love this for Miss Jones. Congratulations. And um, the Magic City references, you know, they just tickle me in a special way. <laughs> but Because we're niggers. I mean, and I, <laughs> I'm so sorry, but also all the love to you. I adore reading. I think learning is so yeah. important. And so I support you fully. So happy for you, sister. Yay. Ew. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough. Okay. If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. This week in our pop culture segment that is called um, <coughs> Come and Knock on My Hole. <gasps> it's been perking for you. It's been perking for you. You can jizz on my hair, my fur, my hips. Please come in me, boo. Come in me, boo. Okay, so that's the name of the topic. Gen Z will be shocked. <laughs> yeah. Name of the song. I cannot with you. Shout out to Mrs. Roper <laughs> and her calf dance. 
Well, um, one chance the rapper may be uh, beside himself with happiness, glee, and another word that means those things. Okay. Why would that be? Because he recently tweeted, I believe ATL is a movie that never truly got its flowers. It's probably the most quotable movie from my childhood. Chance has never watched BT. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was going <laughs> like, to say, um, who didn't give ATL their flowers that was supposed to give ATL its flowers? Who didn't? Deborah gave ATL flowers, seeds, Baby. trees, vines. Ad space. Absolutely received it all. Niggas know ATL very, very well. I'm confused by this statement. <laughs> Maybe in Chicago, niggas didn't love it the way <laughs> you thought they should. But right, first of all, I doubt it. But like, also other niggas, please. Like, I don't. This seems false, but okay. Well, uh, following this tweet, I think it was just like not too long after this. Yes, because the director of an ATL sequel. Chris Robinson himself. <laughs> You're tickled. Posted a clip. Oh, I have to find this. ATL. Mr. Robot Director is his Instagram. It's still available. Oh, okay. Thank you. Via Instagram television. Okay. Thank you. He posted a clip uh, with a good portion of the uh, cast from the original ATL walking side by side in slow motion while Georgia by Ray Charles plays in the background because ATL is in Georgia. But the nigga, the nigga remix or actual Georgia? <laughs> I think it's the real one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sounded like Ray. That's nice. Actually, it may have been Jamie. Who knows? Because you never know. Niggas break it down randomly throughout this. So, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Here we have Lauren London. We've got uh, Clifford Harris. We've got Albert Daniels, Jackie oh, Long, no. Jason Weaver. Um, I believe this is Khadijah Hack. Is it Hawk? I think it's Hack. Hawk? I think this is the Khadijah twin. I have no idea. Who is the Khadijah You know the, twin? the Hack twins? Malika and Khadijah? Oh, Chloe's handmaidens. <laughs> Are those their yes. names? Yeah, Madija and Kalika. Madija. I can't call them anything else now. <laughs> like, that's their names from now I can't on. call them anything Medija else. Madija and Kalika. So, yes. Madija's in the clip, but Kalika's not. Okay. So, All right. You know, it's literally, like I said, it's just them walking side by side very slowly. And then there's like a graphic that comes up that says ATL2 or some shit. And so the girl's like, oh, my God. And then, <laughs> and then no, like, I saw a post from Malika mm. that uh, she spilled some tea and said, I'm not in the trailer for uh, for ATL2 because it was shot 10 years ago. And she was doing some other show at the time. Oh, wow. Which makes sense. Because, I mean, Black doesn't crack. So, I like, most of these people, I think, still look like this. But T.I. doesn't have bangs in this clip <laughs> as he does currently. <laughs> so, like, I was like, mm, how old is this exactly? I didn't expect it to be 10 goddamn years old. Wow. This told me that 
the director was like, oh, the girls are talking about this sequel that I'm working on. Let me, you know, drum up some hype. And so he posted this shit that they did ages and ages and ages ago. Um, And so, you know, I guess that's in an effort to get you all talking about ATL2, The Homecoming, as it's called. (laughs) Didn't see Big Boy in it. Maybe. Did he die? I haven't watched ATL in a long time. You do always have to ask that question, but also I have not watched ATL in a very long time and I could not tell you the plot of it. Didn't he just lose? All. Like, at (laughs) all. I don't remember enjoying ATL the first time I saw it, unfortunately. All I remember from Big Boy is that was so disrespectful. (laughs) Like, he threw something at him and then he said that was so disrespectful. I haven't seen it in a long time. I really did like it. Since it came out, where I was like, okay, no, this is not for me. Like, I enjoy nigga shit, but this is not. I saw it in the movies. I saw it in the theaters twice. I really liked it. Wow. I mean, you know, and you are, you know what? Yes, that makes sense. Not, I wasn't even saying that about like you as a person, but like, to me, this is part of like our age gap (laughs) Mm, where there are certain things that resonate differently for us. And this is one of those. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh girl, get this young bullshit away from me. I was reading a, uh, about it today and saw that, um, you know, uh, Lauren London in an interview for the first one was talking about, you know, how New New is based loosely on young t and how, you know, she had to do all of this okay. work to find yes. out how young t was at the skate ring and stuff. Sense. And today, <laughs> I read that and I was like, What? This was based on t in Dallas, Austin? And, right. a- and I'm not sure still at this very moment if that's something that I just never knew or if it's something I knew when I forgot because I don't care. And I think it's the <laughs> latter. I think I never knew that. But as you were talking, I was like, this Yeah, you don't sense. like it. <laughs> like, of course. Like, you don't give a shit for sure. <laughs> I mean, of course. But I'm saying, I don't think... Because it sounds familiar. But when I initially read it, I was like, yeah? Right. As you were talking, I was like, okay, this... I don't think I've ever heard this before, but the more you're talking, the more sense this makes. So, yeah. yeah, I'm going to just accept this as fact. And that's okay. I cannot with you. Also coming to a a big screen near you soon, um, singer, songwriting extraordinaire, Her will reportedly be landing on her first major acting role in the adaptation of Color Purple the Musical. Oh, wow. What role is she playing? She is playing Squeak. (gasps) Okay. Oh, I can't wait to see this. That's going to be incredible. (laughs) I... How cute. (laughs) No, I like it. I um <laughs> haven't <it's, laughs> no 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 How you no, gonna no, know no. me nigga you're the one doing it you're I'm doing just it looking for the things to say so you're doing it don't know me <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love I love my headphone cable because I get to like move it back like it's a piece oh, of yeah, it's like, like a ponytail my, mm-hmm. like my lace front yeah um 
Yeah. So I haven't seen the Broadway musical for The Color Purple. I've heard really great things about it. Mm-hmm. I know Fantasia was in it at one point. I think Cynthia Erivo. Ar- Ar- <laughs> I butchered her name. I think Cynthia Erivo was in it. Um, I have not seen it. Um, obviously, I am Black American. I have seen the um, old school Color Purple film. Gotta be hundreds of times. So... I don't really know the differences. I know that they are both based on a novel. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have to share a lot of similarities. But one has music. A whole lot of it, I guess. And I don't know, like, any of the damn songs. I don't know shit about this musical. So I really don't know how much to expect in terms of uh, how much they expect in terms of like similarities and stuff. But when I read that she's playing Squeak, first of all, it's her. So I can't <laughs> help but see her with glasses on, okay. even in this role. <laughs> so all I can picture not knowing much about this is her. First of all, when I initially read this headline, I thought it said Purple Rain, the musical adaptation. And I was like, <gasps> Oh my god why are you yes! like this and then i why quickly like this then i my you yeah. know dyslexia backed off and okay. i was like oh no that says something right. else and i was reasonably less excited okay. but still that makes sense it does um i can't help but picture her in juke joint with some john lennon glasses on <laughs> talking about some harpo hooters yeah and then cut to whoever is playing um, first <laughs> play. Okay. <laughs> I've seen the color purple hundreds of times. So whoever's playing Oprah. Oh um, my god, her pants—they're <laughs> legendary. <laughs> Sophia. <What>? Yes. <laughs> Not whoever playing Oprah. <laughs> I remember the lies that I can't remember. I cannot with you. I'm tired and I'm old and I'm gay. Give me a break. You got it. You got it. All I can picture is her with these glasses on, like Harpo's. Who is this woman? Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, we have like a solid Sophia, you know, mm-hmm. and Amber Riley or something. And then you cut back to her, and she's got like a ski mask on. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, <laughs> "Please, you don't have to do this. Whatever you finna say, you don't have to say it, friend. I will just say that." <laughs> you said it's here, you John. <laughs> I think it's cute for her to. And then you cut back to her, and she's got on a full motorcycle helmet, and then she gets. <laughs> Fucking uppercutting into the swamp. <laughs> Amber Riley just fucking no, right hooks nigga. her ass out, 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 out the window. No, you're so weird. No. <laughs> okay, no. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Why not? That's the movie. I think... Um, as somebody who has seen the movie countless times, and then I also did see it on Broadway with 
Cynthia Erivo and, and Broadway. Is that on Broadway, of- nigga? I saw it on Broadway with uh, Miss Erivo and Miss Brooks, and I think Jennifer Hudson too. Oh so, yes, done y'all. Yes, it was truly an incredible show. So oh, I'd um, love. Maybe she should reprise. But like, Squeak is. I mean, honestly, this role is perfect for her. It's not like so big where you're expected to carry most of the show but it's a fun appearance and just we have a good like a song um no squeak is not that important of a character but it is a nice <laughs> but she's fixing the saying what but squeak was fixing the saying yeah. she was gonna go with silly. right she was fixing <laughs> so and she forever gonna be fixing she forever gonna be fixing so let her have it no 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 Honestly, this is cute. And it's not like, you know, I adore her, but I feel like this is a great role for her breaking into film and doing something that's so classically Negro. And the original actress who played that role was also biracial. So I just feel like it's perfect. And yeah, let her have it. I didn't know that <laughs> no about pun intended. her or the original. You didn't know that actress. about Ray Dong Thanks Chong? <laughs> but I do, <laughs> now I can't help but see her fully encased in bandages like a mummy by the end of the movie. <laughs> you know it. Like, you know it. My name ain't Squeak. <laughs> it's Mary Agnes. <laughs> Mary what? <laughs> it's Mary Agnes. Well, Mary, who gives a damn? Boy, you gonna sit up there and let this nappy-haired gal talk to you like that? Sitting at the head of your own dinner table and you acting like a waiter. <laughs> Let me tell you, you ain't oh, too, too good at that Oh, what's up, y'all? Oh, it's better than business. Sophia home now. Just voice. hush up. <laughs> I'm going to watch that movie tonight. So I... <laughs> what I'm trying to say is I see this role for her, and I'm excited to see this movie so far. Don't yeah, I think this is going to be really cute for her. Again, I don't know, like, the songs and stuff. I imagine a lot of the story is the same. <laughs> and they just fit in, like, really big ballads and strong songs and, you know, yeah. in cute places. This is but... the movie version of the Broadway show, right? Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I really do want to see it, especially if they get the casting right, so. Directed by Blitz Bazawule, who is famous for working on... uh Black is King and Amen. The Burial of Kojo. Amen. So, should be good. I can't wait to watch it because I prefer <laughs> my Broadway at AMC. Wow. I'm sorry. That's not. Wow, you really did that. You really did that. <laughs> you really did that. Okay. Live shows make me nervous. It's okay. It's fine. Like live shows where people are quiet. When does that happen? <laughs> you know, like plays, stand up. I go. Oh, yes. Places where the but audience I have doesn't anxiety. engage. Anxiety. Yes. yes. Okay. Because it's like in moments, it's like it's they're right there. You know, if I go yeah. to the movie, you know, whosoever shot John's drunk ass in the second row is not going to disrupt her or throw her off her game because she's not there right you know what i mean versus when you're at a live thing and anything happens some fucking nerd pulls the fire alarm and then you have to watch you know viola davis and denzel washington try to keep up and act their faces off anyway even though we're all uncomfortable and talk well that's why people have a certain level of respect for stage actors because there's something about being live that is yeah but see that's the other thing (laughs) 
It's just Broadway has this like code of ethics, unspoken rule thing where you have to come in and the small yeah. fort goes on the left hand and the <laughs> large fort. <laughs> Not it's on like, the girl. Left hand. Just like, where's the popcorn in the nacho? Yes, because some of that is like very elitist and unnecessary and all this. I do think there's an argument about seeing shows live versus seeing them recorded. But I also think a lot of people can never go to Broadway. A lot of people will never make it to West End. Like a lot of people will never have that opportunity. And so seeing it recorded with hella cameras and all that and all these different angles and put on some streaming service. That's better than people not having it at all to me. Now, I know some of y'all may disagree for financial reasons, and I agree that it's not the same as seeing stuff in person. But, you know, a lot of people will never be able to see it in person for a lot of reasons. So why not expose them to it anyway when we can, when a show has gobs and gobs of money and they can spend it on what the fuck ever? Why not? What does Hella, the goddess of death, have to do with this? Who is that? You said Hella, Princess of Asgard. I was just wondering what you got to do. I literally have no idea what you are talking about right now. If this is a video game thing, I have not played it. So also coming to the small screen uh, very soon, apparently, by way of a 10-episode order from our girls over at ABC, uh, Judge Steve Harvey, working title. That's right. Stephen Hightower will be coming. I'm <laughs> <to laughs> not Mr. This is not Mr. Hightower at all. You will be coming to ABC <laughs> in a series, according to Deadline, that says Harvey will take on a variety of conflicts and characters oh, in his courtroom. What? From small claims to big disputes and everything in between. Harvey plays by his own rules. I mean, what other rules are there? He's not right. a fucking judge. Basing his courtroom on, <laughs> on the rules of the law, bitch. Like he's oh, basing yes. his courtroom on his own life experiences and some good old common sense. Yeah. So, <laughs> so this show can only get away with this because however Steve rules, the production company will pay for it and not the actual person who lost. I mean, I think that's how these shows work. Like, they're all fraudulent. They're probably but all the like, thing for But me, I feel like the rest of them are actually judges, whereas this is just like the first time that they're many like, of them, here's mm-hmm. an entertainer and we're just going to pretend like, yeah, these are real court cases. These are real problems people have, but... Please don't think that this was really, you know. They're <laughs> not even really problems that people have anymore. <laughs> but this honestly. is not like something that really came to conclusion in a real court of law. You know, from what I know about people's court, George, Judge Judy and Maybelline and all them other niggas. Right. They were at least exactly. really judges. Exactly. Whereas this is the first time where they're like, yeah, we're going to pretend that Steve Harvey can really do this legally, even though he obviously <laughs> cannot. <laughs> I don't think that they're even pretending that. They, it's I said the exact same thing when I read this first I laughed and then I got a <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, you do I got a hanky laugh. to dry my tears and then <laughs> I was okay. like first of all you know this doesn't have much to do with me much like Steve Harvey's other uh, ABC gig over on Family Feud this is what I call um, a show for the the fold and clothes crew 
Amen. You know, like oh, yeah. when I was a kid, they know who they are. <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, my grandma and aunties and stuff, a lot of the shows like this, Murder She Wrote, All the Soaps, you know, Young and the Restless, you know, yep. Restless Bold and One Bold Life, and Days of, yep. General Haas, all of them. Like, all of those, yes. a couple of the judge shows. These were shows that they would watch while they were folding, mm-hmm. you know, clothes, doing laundry. So I was like, oh, this seems like something I feel like a couple of grandmas and aunties would be like, oh, I love Family Feud. And the dryer just stopped. Let me go ahead and check this out. Yeah. So there's that. But yes, when I was younger and I watched these shows with my grandma, they were actually judges. <laughs> like, Judas right. Shineman or whatever. All the way back to People's Court with Judge Wapner. Yes, even Joe Brown, I believe. Yeah, actual an actual judges. judge. Exactly. That's my only thing where it's like, probably production has always paid the cost. That's the only reason people yeah. will do this. That makes sense. But this is the first time that regular everyday people will maybe think about it in that way. Like, I don't even know if they actually get. But I think people will hear this and think, what? Steve Harvey's not a judge. And then they'll Google it and they'll be like, oh, the show pays for it. None of this is real. None of this has ever been real. Like, I feel like but some people will have that moment. There there have been a couple of shows to come out in the past couple of years, very few years, that have been courtroom shows that are blatantly hosted by a celebrity that has nothing to do with law or any form of the judicial system. Okay. Like, nothing. Like, doesn't Chrissy Teigen do one? Or well, did one? I was going to say, I think she did. But I think it was on Quibi, which lasted for like six weeks. So I'm not and sure. And then the Shade Room said that they were making one. And then there's some, like, other one. I okay, don't know. Well, I like, didn't this, know. You know I don't follow the Shade Room. There are a couple of these shows now where it's just like, oh, you know, me and my roommate are in here because... <laughs> She blew yeah. out my my iPhone charger and, like and refuses to buy me another one. For the electric bill, it's always right. something like that, right? So I don't even know that anyone gets paid out. I think it's just a way to go on TV and be right. <laughs> like that's I it. Think, I, I mean, don't. Think that- I really think production does pay the cost, but they're very selective on what they will take on because it has to. Maybe. It has to be low enough to where the cost of running ads will make it worth it. So they're going to yes. take on your $225 dispute because that's a big deal to you and your $225. And these people don't give a fuck about that. Like, I feel like it's going to be very much that kind of range of shit. Before y'all start linking me, know that I have like looked into or watched some video essay on how these things have worked and why they're the forms of entertainment. And it's likely just another thing I've forgotten and don't care about because who cares? <laughs> but you know, when I read that Steve Harvey was going to be on his own judge right. show, I was like, yeah, that's all we need. Yeah. There's here this thing. When a woman says no, the water ain't hot enough. Ain't nobody got time to say to the woman. Like, I don't really want to. you, it will be the first episode that some girl talks about how she went on a date with this nigga and fucked him the same night. Steve Harvey will say, that's where you went wrong the whole time. 
everything else i can already tell you it was a mistake because you fucked this man on the first date like i can promise you he's gonna find a way to blame women for the dumb shit don't no woman need to be having sex on the first date you a woman i'm a man so what i think is that the judgment is in charge for (laughs) the woman not to be the woman like (laughs) it's definitely gonna be like if you were worth a damn then you wouldn't have fucked him and that's why you got feelings now and that's your own damn fault and next time i bet you won't be fucking niggas so soon like a dumb asshole would like i can promise you this is how this show is gonna go like it's it's so obvious this is completely steve harvey's alley so but you know niggas are probably gonna watch it and niggas are probably gonna love it so all right Maybe in between all of the times that niggas are making up rumors about which celebrity is getting back with which one. In the past week, we've got rumors that one Sweetie in between her McNuggets found time (laughs) to reconcile with her ex-boyfriend Quavo, one third of the Migos clan. Me, I feel like, oh, I feel like <laughs> holding this microphone has turned me into like a news reporter. Yeah, like I feel like, like I have to speak like of the rich and famous. I'm actually into. I really like it. Okay. Um. So, like, they said that Sweetie and Quavo were both in New York at the same time, and Quavo wants that old thing back. And so I guess he sent a text, and she was like, "Ugh, whatever. Okay, I guess." And then I don't know. They went to Nobu or whatever. I really barely read it. <laughs> But okay. Either way, um, <laughs> I just realized that Sweetie's name on Twitter is Big Mac Mama. <laughs> it makes sense to me. <laughs> She's hilarious. It makes sense okay. to me. <laughs> Big Mac. Mama. Of course, she did that. Like, why is that tickling? She's me? fun. Have you seen Paris Hilton's cooking show on Netflix? Girl, get me out of Dodge. <laughs> Where they ask production what a blender is? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but the like, only I'm blender that I've this. ever used is for these cheekbones. A couple honey. of the episodes are really fun. It's obvious she can't cook. She acknowledges that. And the Paris she, is hilarious. I watched uh, right. The Simple Life. But so she did an episode with Kim Kardashian that was entertaining yeah. just because. She did one with Sweetie that was actually fun. And then she did one with her mother and her sister. Those are the three I would recommend people watch. But when Sweetie was on this show with Paris Hilton, she was like... I can't even imagine. They were making salsa and she was like washing the vegetables and Paris said something like, why are you doing that? And she was like, bitch, because we clean. <laughs> 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 I, have, I, I have to see that. So you have to watch this now. Like it's not like neither one of them really know what they're doing, but it's entertaining and it's fun. So when you said yeah. that, it made me think of that show. Well, Sweetie uh retweeted this story oh, God. headline and uh said Pinocchio ass article. <laughs> And then introduced me to what is apparently a Pinocchio emoji. Didn't even know that existed. Oh, yeah, the lying emoji. Um, Then she said, anyways, back to this hashtag sweetie meal. Um, And then I was left. (laughs) That's right. Back to my McDonald's chick. She's like, mama, let me tell you what I'm I'm about. I'm still under contract with the Golden Arches, girl. So (laughs) back to them nuggets. 
unless Quavo wants the brand new <laughs> Sweetie and Sour Sauce, I don't have anything to say to her. Um, so, and I saw a clip of her, like the, the ad for this McDonald's shit, where she literally was like, this is how you remix the Sweetie Meal. Because mind you, the Sweetie not. Meal is a Big Mac, some nuggets, fries, and a Sprite. Mm. So and then like that crazy barbecue sauce and sweetie and sour sauce. Right. She's like, here's how you remix it. Because, you know, she has a prison palette and we've talked about it before. How she <laughs> we like, have. Puts yes. like, she does do that. She puts Mrs. Dash on her spaghetti she and does. like Everything. And a little bit of ranch on her or whatever. <laughs> Everything. <It's, laughs> ranch on her coffee. <laughs> ranch and her fucking everything. So she was like, this is how I have my sweetie meal. And then she cuts her, her like fries on her Big Mac or like, <laughs> of course, she put like the nuggets on the fries of course or whatever. She did. And, and like, drizzled both the sauces over both of them and ate them together. You know, she did. <laughs> I was like, I know Kavya texted her like, when is mine? <laughs> when is my deal? Because I've been doing this for years. Cuzzo. No, Kavya doesn't eat anything that's not organic. She cannot understand what, I love her. what Cousin Sweets is going through over there. I love her. <laughs> I love that the account that they run for her and Zaya. I just love that the adults have a sense of humor. <laughs> because it's very clear that like Gabby and Dwayne went on a completely different vacation than these children. <laughs> and oh, every parent true. I know wishes they could do the same. <laughs> that is very true. But while Kavi is on like a merry-go-round, Gabby and Dwayne are on a private beach somewhere. Having a little <laughs> Yeah. Kav and her sister having like a picnic literally right in yes. front of the Eiffel Tower. Yes. Meanwhile, Gabby and and Dwayne are on a fucking yacht. In the middle of the ocean. Right. With pure skin and sex yeah. appeal. And Kavya's Instagram caption is like, damn, I thought it was a family a family vacation. Oh, like, what happens is? Right. Because clearly, this is cute. two of us at least got left behind. And here right. go you and Zaya on a fucking merry-go-round. And you niggas better laugh and have fun. Because... I know on the private jet back home, Kavya, like, calmly exhaled and turned to them like, so what are you trying to say? What you trying to say? Well, whoever, What's wrong with whichever my company? cousins, aunties, nannies, whoever, whoever flew with Kavya had to answer a lot of Are you hard questions. Me? She was all smile. Kavya was like, I could not wait for them to go away. <laughs> <laughs> Some me time. You know, sometimes a girl just needs a break. <laughs> a break. A hard Period. working young. Anyway, what queen. were we talking about? Y'all lying and saying that Sweetie and, and Quavo got, got oh, back yeah, together no. and Sweetie having to clear she y'all said, bitches and tell alone. y'all that that is not what type of time she's on. And I don't believe it. Just like I'm refusing to believe this Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are engaged or about to be engaged. Rumor. No, no, thank you. And I also don't believe um, <laughs> this rumor about Kim Kardashian and Kanye uh, Clark Sheard. 
reportedly working on their marriage as well because for whatever reason Mamba decided to be the veiled bride at his weird <laughs> art gallery where he also set himself on fire and brought out Marilyn Ma- Manson's Oswald Cobblepot looking ass <laughs> for no, whatever the fuck this shit for was. whatever so. reason reasons that are unclear to me even still now today at this very moment I do not understand why Kanye made those decisions but that is the fault of people who still listen to Kanye. And I am not in that number. <laughs> I just hope that he has required sessions. Oh, you know he don't. I would I would hope. But you know I he hope. don't. No, we can all hope. We'd love to hope. Hope is like be, my favorite I, thing to do. It's free and it's aspirational. But no, it ain't no way in the world. Because the girls are like, oh my goodness, the art. He's burning to death. <laughs> I'm sorry. Right. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> okay. Um. Oof. Well, Summer Walker is having a time. Mm. Is she having always? a time on Instagram specifically? She is quite frequently having a time on the edge. It's either her baby daddy or her baby daddy's other baby mamas. It's always one of those two. Well, guess what? Today it's a double feature, Ew. no American horror story. Because <laughs> it's both of those things with a taste of conspiracy theory um, on the side. Oh, I cannot wait to hear this. <laughs> so, which one do you want to hear about first? Her starting her own uh, social media platform because Instagram is yes. the ops? Yes. Or Start with the that. baby father drama? No, okay. the Instagram platform. <laughs> so, first. Um, via Galactahore, Summer <laughs> accused um this app, this app being IG, of uh basically taking part in the quote unquote pandemic agenda. <gasps> after she posted a video, oh, I God. believe from TikTok, I she was one that of those was captioned. <laughs> That was captioned as the eight best doctors, you know, for a healthy lifestyle and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, I'm sure. And so then she screenshotted uh, a message that was sent to her from this app that says your content has been removed. We removed your content because a third party reported that it infringes <laughs> their intellectual property rights. And so she can't. Captioned it, I'm done with this app and really this whole pandemic agenda. It goes against oh, guidelines Christ. to say sleep, water, vegetables, exercise, sun, meditation, fasting, and yoga is extremely beneficial to your health, but an experimental jab is completely fine to recommend. It's about to get real bad when it comes to us having basic rights. I've been trying to warn everyone for so long, but oh, no cares. God. No one ever listens to me because I see shit before others can, but this isn't good and I'll leave it. <clears throat> Girl, she then <coughs> nobody is stopping you from doing those things. Like you can still you, just do those things. Nobody is wrote, I'm, saying that you can't. She later wrote, "I'm about to look into creating an app similar because this IG shit is going to hell." Oh, girl, what? So, summer, Jesus, summer, like. <laughs> You're being trolled. Like, there's a very good chance that you're just being trolled because you're kind of like, mm-hmm. people kind of just associate you with conspiracy 
theory unhealthy shit when it comes to health and wellness so it's very likely that anytime you post anything that has to do with health someone is going to be like um instagram come get this yeah and so that's probably what happened absolutely it's likely not mark zuckenberger um <laughs> targeting specifically you. targeting right. you for you're what boosting. you're targeting about it's just people fucking with you uh more than likely it's also just it i can't help but laugh that because uh health and the pandemic and stuff is mentioned in this mm-hmm. it automatically has the visit the COVID-19 information center for vaccine while she's like oh so you can promote an experimental jab like it's just it's it's funny but it's not we can promote science though like I get it's not that I don't understand your opinion because I do I just also understand people who believe in tests and studies and data and you know, documented results over and over again and additional information that says the overwhelming majority of people who are hospitalized right now are <laughs> unvaccinated. This. Like all of this I don't is wanna. but like all of this is real data. All of this is real shit. And you can pretend to not care about it if you want to or or truly not care about it if that's you. But you can't be surprised when people are like, Yeah, she's saying what she's saying, but then also here is what we can prove. And good you luck. have the right to like say what you want, share what you want. And listen, I'm you Jamaican do. American. Like alternative medicine and home remedies and herbal healing and all of that shit is just a huge part of who I am. But we also go to the doctor. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's like. And so does Summer when she wants something I see the like sides of this or whatnot and i don't have a like i don't know what was in this particular video because i heard about this after it was flagged mm-hmm. so i don't know what the video was even talking about if it was something worth pulling um but as i said before i feel like everyone is entitled to whatever their opinion is or whatever they want to put in their body or not to put in their body or whatnot i just i get concerned when it's like let me stand on a, a soapbox with the largest <laughs> megaphone right. and be like, hey, guys, the streets are lying to you. And if you get that shot, you're actually like an adrenochrome sucking vampire pedophile <laughs> and you're a part of the problem. <laughs> like that, That's when things get like concerning for me. Right. But it's just like, I don't trust the girls per like do what you got to do. Yeah. Okay. You know what I mean? But Which, when you're like, I know you should not like either. That. Yeah. And actually, I will be live at Barnes & Nobles if you want to hear more about it tonight. <laughs> and you can only come in if you allow me to spit in your mouth. Yes. That's when it's like, okay, what? Because if you get the um, vaccine, you'll grow a third ear or whatever. Like, whatever bullshit they come up with. Like, I just, I, I understand it. But at the same time, like, you have to get that Instagram is not a right that you have as a citizen. Instagram is a private company that can make their own rules. And if you say something that directly contradicts science, Instagram can say, this bitch is saying whatever she's saying. And yet here are the facts. That's true too. <laughs> it's not stopping people from making their own decision, but you can't be surprised if they counteract something that is like your vibes, your thoughts, your beliefs versus actual data. I'm not saying science is always perfect because it's not, but like, bitch, Look at how many people are dead worldwide. This is not an America virus. 
This is taking over the fucking globe, girl. How are y'all still acting like it don't matter? That's what's blowing my mind. Like, at least put on a goddamn mask. Ugh. Anyway. I don't care no more. I say Candyman five times every week on this show. I'm ready to go. <laughs> so bring it on. I'm like, I don't really do whatever y'all want. I'm not going to argue with oh, you anymore. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Just like at least keep the dumb to like you know what i mean like if you like i don't care but it's just like oh my goodness hey guys actually what's in that syringe Mm -hmm. it's a magnetic tracker yeah and it's 5g and it'll turn you into a data tower you'll be a mutant but not like the fun kinds not like storm like beast you know where like you look like a mutant yeah. not cute not a good look guys yeah. also anyways she also got into it where her nigga she went on she posted like a paragraph and basically said that he calling motherfuckers DMing motherfuckers around her cause he's blocked all caps and basically saying that if you care about Summer get this nigga away from her apparently she says she has a new nigga that is doing all of the things that she needs for a nigga to do and that he should be thanking this nigga because he's stepping up and being a great step for the she called him the ghetto baby daddy from (laughs) hell um good for her all of the above and the such which um to which london on the tracks responded with a scathing few paragraphs of his own on the ig story he said shit's so goofy shit ain't even funny atp that's what the kids use to say at this point thank you i didn't know that acronym but i appreciate it (laughs) you're welcome and i really be trying to spare shoddy because i understand her mental health ain't where it need to be but that lying shit gotta stop calling dming he denies it and says you know post the receipts whatever whatever right. and then um he's gonna come and get the truck because oh, <laughs> come, come get the truck oh this is delicious um <laughs> oh and then the baby mamas jumped in completely unprovoked unsolicited unrequested Ooh, unrequited unrevoked unrequited. unreversible <laughs> unbreakable <laughs> unimpressed <laughs> under a waterfall you waiting for you sing, nigga. um so then they came out of nowhere and was like bitch fuck you bitch and then she was like no nah, fuck y'all no that's not oh, he must it's have just like oh god there's himself. so much they came out basically and was calling her everything but a shot of guy and saying that mm. you know London is not a deadbeat. You need to stop listening to her. She is dragging. Oh, God. Baby mother Ebony said that Summer's mentality is stuck on stupid and ungrateful. Nobody even knew this stripper bitch before London made her, which is factually correct. You actually. You're just mad. And that's okay. Quite familiar with her. But you don't have to lie. You just don't have to lie. Yeah. Is Lies are not right. Gonna help anyone with anything. Like we did, we definitely did know her, so it's okay. Yeah, that's odd. Okay. Um, and so then, oh god, should I tell me? Should I read it? If it's you, a lot. If you really want to, if you really, if you Summer can. said, "London, you're a pathological liar, narcissist, and." be gaslighting and everyone knows it this could all be so simple stop sending threats to the people around me and stop worrying about what we got going on over here. Period. just 
take care of your baby. That's it. I it really felt like Jody was going to come up. Yeah. It like the name Jody was you. going to be in there, yes. and the fact that it's not is kind of like disorienting. Okay, I was literally minding my business. You know, I don't call you unless it's about my child. Then she told Ebony that she needs meds. Um, she said he was just crying about him not being shit for two years and tried to blame it on me when I was the main one encouraging him to be with his children. Okay. Now I gave him back and you still mad is giving obsessive. <laughs> then one of the other baby mamas named Erica jumped in and said some a whole bunch of shit that don't make no sense to me. And y'all can look it up if you want to because I'm not going to read it. <sighs> like the show can only be so goddamn long. And like it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But basically, the other baby mamas are now like, oh my God, London what father of the year he's so great he buys Mm, the kids gifts he comes over all the time he watches bluey with them and um summer walker is a stripper bitch and a sociopath and the worst fuck her yeah and so then summer got on live with a harsh bang and a patrick t-shirt and um she entertained me is what i will say i enjoyed pretty much every second of it uh basically she requested that london and the mothers of his children the other mothers of his children leave her alone she accused them of chasing clout as the children call it and um uh, requested that any and all hoes give london the best dick sucking experience possible so that he could hopefully leave her alone and she can go back to making her music and uh, giving her baby green juices and fucking on her new nigga and getting tatted. (laughs) So um, here we are with that. I think the other baby mom at some point jumped in and they said some more stuff, but like, again, it's just like so many levels to this. Mm -hmm. This is why I skip over it whenever future does this every other week. You know, it's just like, so many screenshots, so many misspellings. I just, it's so lot. <laughs> but I think that you guys got the overall gist of it. Summer is currently going through the same shit that the other baby mamas are going mm-hmm. through. And now that she and London are, are on the outs, he's migrated back over to the other baby mama. So they're happy again because mm-hmm. they're getting attention. The kids are getting attention. Maybe they're getting Birkins. And um, he's very cross with Summer. So they're now Team London, and Summer is over here summering. <laughs> and, <laughs> and like, I can't wait for this fucking album. Mm-hmm. I can't wait because, like, okay. contrary to what London thinks, and I, this is why I, I am inclined to believe that Summer is over here fucking on some other nigga mind her business, making her music, and only reaching out to this nigga by text or something if he needs to come and pick up this baby. Right. Because, I, first of all, niggas. Secondly, mm-hmm. I can see this. the other baby mamas fully foreshadowed <clears throat> prior to us getting here with Summer. Okay. They told us this would happen. Right. But then also he said some shit on like some cryptic IG post where he was, he kind of insinuated that like she needed him. Like, she wasn't going to be shit without oh, his wow. okay. musical expertise okay. and prowess. And it's like, okay. no, Summer can just play the guitar or have someone play the guitar <laughs> and sing. And it's just fine because I know she's still going to say the word nigga and fuck 
and bitch and all of these other things that I love in absolutely. You know, it's my happen. songs about life and and romance. Yeah. Um, and heartbreak. So I'm looking forward to that. I know that she's been in the studio and I just, I can't wait because this is the mess that makes a classic, <laughs> honey. And I already enjoy some of his music. I feel like it's going to be track one, I see London. Track two, I see friends. <laughs> track three, die, bitch. <laughs> and that's it. It's an EP. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know that I'm similarly as excited for the music because I only kind of like Summer Walker's music. I acknowledge that she's talented, but a lot of the songs really have to grow on me more than they should. But mm. I feel for her in the same way I felt for my friends who became baby mamas around the same age because they fell for a nigga's lies. You know, like I've oh. been here before. And so I feel for you the same way I used to feel for my homegirls who went through the same shit you're going through right now, where you just wish this nigga would leave you alone because you finally feeling something that's kind of like happy. And here go him and his bullshit to come bother you while you're just trying to live your regular everyday life. I feel that. And you got to really pay attention to the patterns, or as some of my friends in in high school would say, the patterns. Okay. Um, Because it's like, like, look at at Sierra. If there's one thing, a nigga who feels like he is the reason for every smile you've ever had. If there's one thing that is that nigga is super allergic to, it's you (laughs) smiling without his motherfucking ass. Which is why I be trying to tell y'all niggas, don't wait. (laughs) <laughs> don't wait until it's over with that nigga to remind him that you don't need his motherfucking ass. And if you do, act, bitch. Pretend. Oh, my God. You love telling the girls to cheat. <laughs> not cheat. Oh. I'm not saying cheat on him. Oh. I'm saying okay. remind him that you don't, I don't fucking need you. And if you do, bitch, pretend. <laughs> like, <laughs> not if you do. <laughs> like, Y'all be having too many words for this nigga when you can really just be like, oh, bet. Put on your freaking dress and go the fuck out. Like, what is the problem? I'm not saying cheat. I'm saying stop sitting at at home with your fucking muumuu on, bitch, and waiting for this niggas too, bottoms, tops. I'm talking to all of you motherfuckers and these, everybody. Stop waiting for this motherfucker to come on and your motherfucking, uh, your bonded and your muumuu on and shit like that and waiting for it to officially be over to spice up and put on your bronzer. Go out tonight. Right. That nigga ain't answering, he ain't picking up. Go out tonight. tonight. <laughs> Don't and call back tomorrow. I really have to remind myself to have this grace for Summer Walker because she has said so many things that don't make sense. And there are a lot of things. And she has been completely willing to get her ass redone and her face redone and trusting well, science fully throughout that process and the recovery and yet having this issue with vaccines. And when you said months ago that people were talking about her baby because she was giving that nigga rainwater and organic honey or whatever, I was like, this is wrong, you know, like. Very young children need breast milk or or formula. This, you know, you're trying to give this baby blended fucking chia seeds and and arugula and shit. Like this is not necessary. And and all this shit coming out now, it's like, 
on the one hand, I'm really like, oh my God, Summer Walker, what the fuck are you doing? And then on the other, it's like, I remember not being this girl, but being the best friend of this girl and seeing the shit that she went through every fucking day. So I'm like really trying to have a level of empathy that I probably would not have had before, but you're really going to have to make some real decisions about you, your baby, your health, what you believe in, like all that has to become like super crystal clear for you or else you're going to repeat the same pattern for God knows how long. Yeah, I don't really care. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I... <laughs> Okay, nigga. All right. I tried. Came out came out a little crisper. No, I tried so hard. No, it's just like it's just like no, I agree. I feel like what I like about her is that she does kind of just remind me of a lot of friends of mine or friends I've had, very regular folks. Just because she has a talent and she makes songs that I like doesn't mean that she's exempt from making decisions and relationships or committing to niggas or having a baby with a nigga that ain't shit or whatever. It's just, she's still a human being at the end of the day. I don't have too many friends that are like, before you go out and get a flu shot, have you tried dirt? (laughs) Like, like, (laughs) <laughs> you know but like i honestly be thinking that summer is high like i think that like summer has access to like, like i think i really think that summer would be like facing a large blunt maybe she doesn't i wouldn't be surprised Have if she's like oh i don't smoke or do dirt. drugs or drink <laughs> okay i don't know right. but like a lot of times i'd be feeling like oh summer is so high right now she's lifted yeah like definitely <laughs> But who knows? Anyway, release the album, girl. I can't wait to hear you cuss these niggas out, or this nigga in particular, and whoever else. Yeah. Um, Good luck with moving on with, you know, your baby daddy and all of his baby mamas. Like, now you understand what niggas was trying to tell you beforehand. She'll be fine. She will. No. Unlike the rest of these girls, Summer actually has her own name and her own career. She's completely capable of supporting herself without an affiliation to this man so she at least has that going for her and she really will be fine she just needs to make sure that she is you know giving that baby the nutrition that they need jesus christ that's another thing like girl, some of y'all need to flip girl. these birkins some of y'all Quit need to playing. flip these birkins Quit playing. like Did if you, you can't sing story about and you can't dance sick? kids having fucking rickets because their parents are giving them seaweed and aloe vera gel and honey instead of breast milk or formula. The fucking fats and acids that they need in order to have brain development. Like, they're just starving their fucking babies, putting their newborns on diets. I gotta go sometime. No. No, we don't. <laughs> no. Okay, so that's it. We're done. <laughs> We're finished. So that's it. Real and yeah, ads for the show. Okay. Right. Wow, yeah. you said that. <laughs> okay. All right.
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, folks. We're back. It's time to read your letters. Yes, it is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may read them aloud on the show. We have one regular letter and then we have several where people just asked one very short, quick question. So we'll do those after we do the regular letter. So this one comes from Kebab, who says, (laughs) I've officially been back in the office at work since April and I am still having a hard time adjusting After working from home for an entire year during the pandemic, my department head mentioned bringing up the idea to HR about us working from home at least once or twice a week. But that was once back in May and the topic has not come up again, which makes me believe that the possibility is out the window now that we are almost in September. I've talked to my therapist about my desire to continue working from home and she suggests that I bring it up and propose what I want. But I'm afraid that my request will be perceived as me wanting to slack off. And I am just tired of commuting, office politics, and being required to wear a mask all fucking day at my desk. And really, to be completely real, tired of people in general. Well. I deal with some depression and anxiety. And I just feel like working from home would make me a little less miserable than I do most of the time when it comes to work and life. Although my job initially was not so much customer facing ever since we have come back from the pandemic, I am seeing clients more in person. So that may have something to do with this decision. 
Should I pursue a permanent or at least part-time remote position? Or do y'all think I should suck it up and figure out a way to deal with the things that annoy me and try to make them not annoy me? Are my reasons for wanting to work from home petty and small? Please know what you think. Please let me know what you think. And thanks for your input. Love, Kebab. Kebab. First of all, I don't think wanting to work from home, having that desire is ever strange or never. petty. Or never, like never, not one time. <laughs> Pantene Pro V or not, nah, I think right. like just wanted to be at home. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I think I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting or or starting to pursue something else. It's just like finding a job. You know, I don't know how difficult that may be in your field right now uh but if it is something that you can do then why not go for it you know if that's something that would more um make you you know just suit whatever level of comfort you're at or not at (laughs) right now um yeah but yeah i don't think that there's anything wrong with the way that you're feeling everyone is kind of in a weird, shitty, upside-down situation because things are... Well, like, I'm hearing people say, like, you know, now that we're... The pandemic's over, or, like, now the COVID's over, or Bitch, whatever. Over Even though that's like, <laughs> you know, You know, like, because people have gotten vaccinated and more places are, like, open, it's open, over, <laughs> people are... I have heard a couple of people reference it, like, oh, well, you know you know that we're done with covid or whatever we're not yeah <laughs> you might be safer than you you know thought you were before or whatever but obviously it's still an issue so right. either way like people at their jobs vaccinated or not vaccinated at school or whatever there's just certain things that we have to do put up with that um are different that are often uncomfortable and I just think that if you can be in the most comfortable situation possible at work right now, then you uh, can go for it. I don't. It would also be, it would be one thing if you were like, I hate it at my job because, you know, COVID is, isn't real mm-hmm. and yep. like they're making me wear a mask and I want to be there without wearing a mask. And I want to just like, you know, like it'd be one thing if it was like, you know, like a lot of the Karen ass antics from people or just like making it a political thing. Um, But if you're just like, I don't like this shit. It makes me uncomfortable. And I actually, you know, on the side, if we can talk about the sides, (laughs) if we can get into into that dressing, some of them greens, um, I just don't like people. (laughs) Like, I just hate niggas, period. So, like, I think... If I can be viral the about it, right. Fuck everybody. (laughs) In truth. And you would not be alone in that at all. A lot of people would rather just work from home for a lot of reasons, but... I don't need to see them. People I work with is high on the list. So don't feel like you're yeah. weird for that at all. Um, yeah. I would say um, I agree with your therapist about at least talking to them about it. Like, and you need to take your company to consideration. Is this the type where 
once you have a certain number of hours or you've worked there for a certain number of years, then you can have certain perks that other people can't have? Or is it like completely merit-based where it's off the number of sales or your customer service rating or whatever? Like I would talk to them about it and say, you know, I'm, I'm truly more productive and a better employee from home because I don't have to deal with certain obstacles and see if that works. If it doesn't, then I would say if you can find another job that works better for you, that's permanent or part time, but still enough to pay the bills. If you can find something that works for you, then do that. But also times are real crazy right now and you may not want to quit your job without having a backup. And I completely understand. That. Exactly. So, um, if you decide to deal with it until you can find something better, I would just say, remember that. This shit is something you are doing so that you have money. It's not something that defines who you are as a person. It's not something that says that you care deeply about one thing or the other. Like this is something you are doing so that you can sort of survive in this society and you still have um, all these other avenues and all these other opportunities to do the things that you really care about, to pursue the things that really matter to you. So I would maybe try to look at it like that, but I get that it's hard when, you know, like the rent is due and you have this job where you can like pay your rent, but you hate it. Or you can take this other job where maybe you can't fully pay all your bills, but it doesn't stress you out so much. Like I get that. And it's a hard position to be in. But for me, I've always been the type who was like, I'll find something else before I completely quit my job because I just have to have a backup. Like, yeah. But, I've not. Yes. Right. Person. Right. But so I, don't I have mostly been that person, but I have also at times been like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, this is too stressful and it don't matter no more. It don't matter how stressful this is. I have to get out of here. But usually I am a backup type of nigga. It sounds like this person could, you know, stick with this for a little bit while searching for a backup. It sounds like you could maybe stick it out while you find something, but I would, judging by what uh, they've said here, I would try to to find something else. Yeah. And your reasons for not, for wanting to work from home are never petty or small. Everybody's reasons for not wanting to go to the office in a pandemic are valid because... You should not want to be around strangers in a pandemic. Exactly. Like you said, you already hate niggas as many of us do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're, you're doing a great especially. job. <laughs> so it's already quite normal to want to yeah, work from home. Absolutely. But you mix in like a virus that can get you incredibly sick, scar your lungs forever, kill people. Yeah. Yeah. It but, adds up. But figure out what works for you. Um, maybe you can start saving more aggressively while you look for something else um maybe you'll really start to search for something else but you know if this place stresses you out it's not worth your life it's not worth your health it's not worth your safety like capitalism is is it just is the system it is what we are all it is the framework we are all trying to survive within so do your best yep yeah your best okay So let's move on to our quick questions. The first one comes from Brian, who says, what are your absolute deal breakers in a relationship? I mean, if a nigga pulls this shit, you are leaving, period. Ain't no looking back. 
Hmm. So I know mine. <laughs> I don't know if you need to think about yours, but I definitely know yeah. mine. Okay. So mine are cheating. If I find out you cheated on me when we are in a committed monogamous relationship, I will absolutely leave you. It mm. don't matter what you say. It do not matter the excuse. And domestic violence. If you ever put your hands on me or make me feel afraid for my safety in any way, I am absolutely leaving you. It is non-negotiable. Everything else I could probably talk about, but those two things you cannot get away with with me. Yeah, for me, I would say new balances, oh, wearing new balances. God. Uh, what else? New balances? Ugh. <laughs> uh, hate 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 a designer belt buckle like the more gaudy the like the further away from me i need you to be i cannot with you um let's see here hygiene is important oh yes you just oh yes you just discovered that your legs need to be washed oh as well oh my god it won't work i wish you luck in all Please. of your endeavors if you ever hopefully put, washing is one of them if you ever put musty generals in my face we will never meet again i promise that's a you kink. that that's a kink for <laughs> and some and, and i'm not shaming and i'm you. not either but i'm saying i don't share it and therefore, you need to wash that before you can put it in my face. Amen. And I feel like there's a time and a place even for that. Because the girls could be like, oh, you just got home from the gym. That's y'all's business. And it's giving a little ride. If y'all like that, And so you go that. for it. I'm talking and about then shower. me. I'm talking about me, girl. It needs it's to like, be Do you fresh. get your rocks and then you wash? No, yes. Because I feel like there has to be no. a wash. When you're done with your workout, CrossFit or whatever you did at Equinox or whatever you need to go wash that off before you come put it in my face the other girls might like a little tang see I, and then, like, <laughs> the other girls might like a little tartness a little sharpness is it funky Kong and or funky dong like they can like the it's women out here eating niggas asses y'all can like whatever you like smell and taste I'm not here to to judge you know, your tongues and the way they're arranged. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. You need to rinse that off before you bring it to me. And that's all there is. I'm saying, it. yes. And listen, there's like. <laughs> I hate this podcast. There's like. There's. <laughs> Look at you. There's like. There's like that must, like that rank. And then there's like. <laughs> there's like the scent of hard work you ever have a nigga come in from like a, like 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 doing something outside you know what i'm saying yeah. like and you got like a little glisten on you and it's just like oh that nigga worked real hard today as soon as he get out the shower as soon as he get out the shower yep as soon as he get out the shower <laughs> because i do not want to taste the musk and if you girls like, like musk that's fine i'm not judging you but for me i would love to taste skin just regular skin amber rose did she like uh what's his that's name? her that's business that's probably why she was mad that's my she done had two kids amber rose got a whole different life than what i got so i'm just saying you Good know fun. you guys Good asked fun. us the question yeah and we um, answered them so what are your 
What are your deal breakers? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, obviously, you know, they're, they're the given, like, oh, this, it, this is over things. But, like, deal oh, breaker, yeah. like... Oh, my God. Honestly, if you're not open to being corrected with correct information or updated information, if you're not <laughs> oh, willing shit. to learn... Don't even speak to her. If you are not willing to learn, literally don't talk to me. You will get left. You have to be willing to say, oh, damn, that's crazy. Let me look into that further. Or, oh, damn, I didn't know that. Now my opinion has changed. If you can't say you that, do not talk to me. Look down at your taco, take a bite, <laughs> look back up, and, and I she won't is be gone. your girlfriend no more. <laughs> she is gone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and literally in the bed as I'm well. not your girlfriend <laughs> like, no more and I'm no longer answering the phone <laughs> also lose has one O. lose has two okay. I, I'm not gonna debate with you about it it's not up for discussion um, mm. so there's that as well okay um, so yeah Those these are aren't even deal, deal breakers. breakers I'm such a simp <laughs> It's fine. Like, you said what you said, and um, and you will wash your legs. You will, though. Like, and you truly, if I have to taste something salty or tangy, I won't taste it again. Where are you going? I said, what I'm "Where saying. do you have to be? Rinse it. You can rinse it before you put it in my face." And that's take the time. Okay. Our next question comes from Monique, who says. Have you ever walked out of a movie that you saw in theaters? And if so, which movie? Yes, but I can't think of what was I the have last Monique. one I did that. I on. walked out of one movie exactly. There's only been one movie that I felt was not worth the price. Just I one? Paid. Yes, one movie. And it was Eat, Pray, Love starring Julia Roberts. <laughs> I've still never seen that. I saw that movie in theaters and I had to leave. I don't know if it was the sheer amount of privilege because um, I was, you know, somebody very broke and living not quite paycheck to paycheck, but close enough when I saw that. And I was like, so this bitch just left her life and went to go eat pizza and pray in a fucking monastery. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I was so irritated with the entire premise of that movie. I was made it over for suggesting it. And I it's left. based on a book, no? It is. And I'm sure it's somebody's real life experience or whatever, but it's like a real life experience <coughs> that I could not relate to. I'm sure that's good for yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. You know, you're a white woman in suburbia and your husband is a lawyer or whatever and you have all this money. So, of course, you can just say, oh, my God, fuck it. I'm going to go eat carbs and I'm going to drink wine. And I'm going to stay up late. <laughs> like, girl, I remember when that movie like. When they first started, like, the marketing and shit for that film, yeah. I was, I'm already not, like, a big romance story type of person or yeah. whatever and all that shit. But I was, like, the last mm -hmm. thing yeah. that I want to do right. is watch this white exactly. woman. Exactly. Or any other white woman, for that matter. Yeah. Say, fuck my difficult life 
and go and like pick out fruit in markets yep, in Bangladesh exactly. and randomly fo- because like oh my god white American life is so difficult let me go over to some random ass country with a bunch of brown people because I'm sure right. it's lit there and they'll welcome me with open arms right. it was just like I was when I saw the trailer for that I was like oh this has nothing to do with me yeah <laughs> like I just make fun of the name because I find it funny but I went and saw it anyway and I regretted it so there is well what are you supposed to do Oprah I mean, right. She told you to. And when you look at her overall success rating, it balances out Eat, Pray, Love. Yep. But Eat, Pray, it Love. It really does. Did not work for me at the age I was when I saw it in theaters. And I'll say that. I can't think of a movie that I've walked out of. I feel like most of the time. Yeah, I feel like most of my life, if it is, if it has been able to get me up to go out of my home and into a theater with other people and watch it. I have had to like really I like I'm either certain I'm going to enjoy it or it's like I'm certain that I will stick through and be like I hated this, but not enough for like yeah. like I I have to leave. Right. Um I know I've done it. I just can't think of what it was. Like what the last one was cuz most of the time if I see that trailer and I'm like I don't know about this, bro. I'm not yeah, going. Right. Which is another part of what I love about the fucking um pandemic is it's like, <laughs> you can girl, the amount of shit. movies that yeah. I can literally just sit the fuck down and watch. Yes. Man. Like, honestly, the Suicide changed. Squad, the Suicide Squad was like the first one that I was like, I might go and watch this in the theater because I'm actually pretty pumped to see this and not only did i say fuck it to that idea i'm super glad i didn't go to the theater to watch it yeah. i didn't even hate it but i was just like oh i did not need to leave the house to see this movie right at all. um okay so i can't i can't really think of a movie that i've left but i feel like i've done it before since i've lived here but it wasn't because of the movie it was because of the people i saw people in the theater that makes sense <laughs> Like, I'd rather watch, wait for this shit to come out of home video and watch it in peace. Right. So, um, our last question comes from Tasha, who says, if you can remember, what was the best birthday that you ever had? And please tell us why. So, Tasha, I can just tell you, since I read this several hours ago, that my best birthday party, first of all, the first runner up is when I turned 10. I had a skating party. It was lit. <laughs> Uh, niggas came, niggas skated. I had great presents. I got everything I wanted. I got the doll that I thought I wasn't going to get. And I accidentally saw it before my party. So it was extra lit. My grandma was still making all my birthday cakes then. And I still remember everything about it. And I have all these very warm memories associated with that. Um, but my absolute favorite birthday was probably the one when I turned like 12 and I was allowed to have all my closest friends from church, of course, spend the night, not from school, where heathens go. Um, and all my church friends came over and they, not only did we get to order pizza and my mama did not have to cook, but we got to watch movies all night and we got to stay up as late as we wanted to, nigga. And this was like, you could not tell us that we were not grown ass bad bitches at this point. And I just had such an amazing fun night with my friends. When I look back at the pictures from that night, I'm still like, oh, my God. Like, I remember this being so huge for me. So 
Not that I haven't had good birthdays as an adult because I have, but I just feel like it's something about being that age, like a young person that just hits different than like turning 30 does. You know, it's just different. Yeah. Because turning 30 is like my my niggas surprised me with some free drinks at the club and we all hung out and everybody got drunk and, you know, smoked some weed and it was fun. If it was good. But like the first time that I had several friends spend the night and my mama didn't cook because my mama cooked every night of my life. So the fact that she like ordered out and we got pizza, nigga, and everybody got to stay up late. It was just like, oh, my God. It was so many life changes at one point. So. I would say that was my um my favorite birthday. Yeah, most of my birthdays that, that I recall were but I think that um I agree I have to like reach down into the depths of my psyche and pull something out from my childhood. <laughs> Not your psyche. Because like when you're a kid, you are hype all about year everything until your comes yes. it's just like everything that is, about is your, your birthday. day yes presence carrying on cake everybody talking like, about cake, you sugar uh, to you. My, it is just like your favorite is, food you can't fucking wait sometimes they give you shit at, at school Oh yeah, you know what I mean? yes. The, like, you get something special. Celebrate at you at school. They say your name party, during bitch. the announcements during the day. They're like, "Oh, say right. happy birthday to blah blah blah." It's her birthday, and everybody comes and says happy birthday to you all day long. And your friends decorate your locker, and everybody says what's up to you on MySpace or Instagram, whatever the kids are on now. Like, yeah, now we're outside of. Yeah, obviously Instagram wasn't around yeah. <laughs> when I was in high school, but like. You know, it's a special day for you. So I get when it. you're older, it's just like, oh, this again. Oh, okay, oh. bitch. Where we meeting at? Okay, for where for brunch? I'm sure it's for brunch. All right, I'm gonna bring fifty dollars. I'm gonna be ready to Venmo somebody. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just maybe like last week. I realized I'm just a couple months out for my birthday again, <laughs> and. I ran to the middle of the street like Jennifer Love Hewitt and I screamed at the sky, What are you waiting for? Oh my God. Come and get me at death. Like, please. Maybe final destination. <laughs> and you are fine the entire time. Completely fine. I think that, you know, let's see. Um, I loved when I was a kid and we would have my birthday at Discovery Zone. Discovery Zone, for those of you who are unfamiliar, is a now defunct place of magic, fun, and wonder for children. That was basically um, Chuck E. Cheese, but good. Yeah. That's all. I don't know how else. It was Chuck E. Cheese, except um, without the tetanus and... um, terrifying anima- animatronics um and i feel like the food was decent okay well i haven't had chuck e cheese pizza since i was a little literal child and i hear people actually like it so somebody i guess does. i won't come down too hard on it yeah somebody does wasn't didn't chuck e cheese like rename their pizza some italian shit at the top of the pandemic and start selling it as something else i, I didn't make that no up. Idea. Like, i mean i never yeah they them anyway so i have no clue they yeah Chuck E. cheese at the top of the pandemic was on like seamless and stuff and they went under their name like giadornos or or like Chabella or something and then they sold that Chuck E. cheese pizza and the girls bought it they knew it was Chuck E. cheese too 
Anyways, so when we went to Discovery Zone, because that was always sickening, and then I had one birthday, I don't know, maybe I was like four, and I was living in the Bahamas at the time, and they had this big party that actually wasn't my party, but it was like a party for some grown-up that had a birthday around my birthday, but um, I got cake anyway, and I got to meet Oliver Samuels, who's like a huge, huge, huge famous Jamaican comedian, probably yeah. biggest Jamaican comedian ever, and I still have a picture probably somewhere of baby me and Oliver when I was a kid. Yeah. So that's nice. And I love that for you, you know? It's those small details that like really make the difference for us. So that was very condescending. I mean, I didn't mean no, I didn't mean like, oh my God, it's so small. Patronizing. Like, okay. Patronizing. You know what? I was trying so hard to be relatable and I still fucked up. I feel that. disrespected. Okay. And that is honestly a Virgo trait. So <laughs> <laughs> So I apologize because I'm a Virgo and I tried to make that loving and it still came out wrong. So my bad. <laughs> Crystal will listen to you speak for 45 minutes about something completely in passion and wait. And she wait, which is the good part. Like she will wait for you to finish. And then she's just like, it is lovely that okay, that happened you know to what? you no, and I that it that, makes like, you feel I nice appreciate- when you think about it. You know what? I'm Great. not even finna try. All right, to make so it. then we're done. I'm That's even, literally. I'm not even finna try to fix it, but like you know, my heart and I love you, friend. So. Wow, that just made it worse. Okay, so <laughs> we're done. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. That wraps up this. The questions for this week. Next week, we will cover questions regarding Kid Fury's suggestion for our first topic. Do you remember what this was? I don't. It was high school. So. Oh, shit. That's right. Oh, God. Those of you who are in high school, if you have beef going on with your friends right now that started in high school, whatever it is, if the question pertains to high school, please send it to us for next week's episode. Ask the read at gmail.com. It could be like if you had your own magic high school what would it be called and who would be the headmaster just get creative (laughs) yes have fun with it again ask the read at gmail.com we're gonna take another quick break and we will be right back hey guys may is mental health awareness month and talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable cathartic exhausting or exhilarating personally i find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time (laughs) but if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code space eight zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, folks. It's time to finish up things here with the read. 
Amen. Yes, it is. Would you like me to go first? Go ahead. Okay. <clears throat> I just have a few very quick things to say. Um, first of all, uh, for those of you who are mad at Lizzo because she gave out her list of like, I don't know if you saw this, but she was giving oh, yeah, basically all these superlatives. <laughs> so and she mentioned that the king of pop is Michael Jackson. The queen of pop is, of course, Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson. Yes. A lot of stands were upset, but notably Madonna stands who had yeah. the least reason to be upset. We're upset. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> so what I would just like to say very quickly is that I get that this is your girl through surgery or whatever. She has somehow <laughs> maintained some semblance of relevancy for you. And I'm glad that you feel that. However, when it comes to the absolute numbers of it all, Janet Jackson simply has it. When it comes to people not faking or taking, Janet Jackson simply has it. And while you can enjoy Madonna for what she has, let's not pretend that she's an originator of anything. Okay. <laughs> let's just do that. Like I get that you're in your feelings or whatever, but Janet Jackson has signed the largest recording deal ever. I believe twice. So please mind your business. <laughs> she is who she is. And you can just leave the rest of that alone. Like, please, mm -hmm. you setting your girl up for failure right now. Nobody needs to hear this. It is completely unnecessary and unwarranted. Thank you. <coughs> when I read about this, I was just like, God, I hope that lady don't say nothing. Madonna. And she needs to not, honestly, because she, she was. Just don't say anything. Because the stands brought her up in comparison to Janet Demita Joe. She should simply stay out of it because just everybody knows. Nothing. If not for the Justin Timberlake controversy, this would not even be an argument. This would not even be an argument. And that is the sole reason that y'all are even trying it. So leave me alone. I mean, I know that Queen of Pop is like a mantle or whatever. It's subjective. Like there's that... no factual answer to this. But don't talk to me about Madonna girl next to Janet fucking Jackson. I mean, I know that it's a name that has been given to Madonna many, many times over her career or whatnot, which is why I guess so many of her stands were upset. But when I oh, read no, this, I was just you. like, I don't care. If you're a Madonna stand, like on average, you have to be at an age where you understand that there isn't a monarchy in the music industry. Like none of this, it's just. Right. None of them are kings or queens. They're just really iconic. Right. So, and if you're Madonna, you're probably very grateful for the amount of money you've made and the amount of success you've had. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I would. You should. You fucking you should, should be yes, grateful. Yes, should be. You absolutely. Should. That I agree with. But that's why I said I hope mama don't say nothing. Because at the end of the day... <laughs> there's still celebrities there's still artists and madonna loves to get you know cheeky yeah, you and be not. smart and say a little stuff you because she not. still is a diva herself and i would prefer that she sit this one out if she has something to say but yes they will pipe up and stuff like that and niggas do the same shit when they talk they about do. queen of rap king of of this and the king of the south it was a whole whole literal beef fights physical altercations back in the day yeah. over king of the south who was the king of the south right. none of y'all nothing because no king. king of the south that that is a plantation owner surely <laughs> it's none of you niggas you know who the king of the south colonel sanders 
<laughs> Robert E. Lee, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> so please leave that shit alone. Um, secondly, I would like to remind you all that The Read is a comedy podcast. It is an entertainment podcast. Oh, no. No, I'm just, well, this is just a general reminder for those of you who get your news from the read. This is not a news source. We are liable to be wrong sometimes about details. We are not journalists. We do not double and triple check the details in the last two minutes before we start recording. Whatever we saw when we saw it, like we never try to be wrong. But if we are wrong, just understand that this is an entertainment show for that reason. We are we not journalists. No, like literally anything. Like anytime we may be, it's not like wrong. It's like, oh, this detail was half an ounce different than what actually happened in real life. Or you said this about this, but it's <coughs> blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not saying that we try to be wrong ever, but remember that this is not a news source. And I get that mm. in the time of Trump and in the time of Internet, this is not like we are not journalists. We do not fact check. We do not have teams behind us. Of course, we do our best. But like, remember that this is not news. This is supposed to be for entertainment, first and foremost. I spend an asinine amount of time researching, fact checking, looking up stuff, double and triple checking stuff. And I still will miss things or misinterpret something or not get an update of something because yeah. we spend two hours sitting in here in which some case sometimes something changes new information will yes. come out or whatever which happens all the time so and there I is no like, team behind the scenes updating <coughs> us live like when we start recording that's it that's it yeah i'm not sitting back like picking my notes and being like oh i guess whatever whatever like even today when I'm going over the Summer Walker London stuff or whatever, I'm not just pulling. The th- I literally was looking at the screenshots of every single thing that was posted from all of them. I just I'm like, I'm not reading all of this. So it's not like I'm sitting up here just be like, oh, well, you know, I don't know what it really said. I literally have all of the tabs and shit and everything open in front of me. Right. It's just sometimes I'm like, do I really want to, you know, read this person putting ATP instead of at this point? Probably not. Sp- Spelling, you know, yours incorrectly or whatever. Sometimes I don't want to. (laughs) I just I don't know whatever prompted this, but I mean, I just like to remind niggas that like it's it's literally nothing in particular. It's just I feel like some people use entertainment podcasts as their sources of news when they ought not, because most entertainment podcasters are not journalists. Journalists are held to a different standard, a higher standard. And you should listen to news shows if news is what you want. We are just two niggas over here talking. And it might just be whatever it is. I don't think there's anything wrong with you getting your news from podcasts and stuff like that. I think it just depends on, like, I think you have to kind of know what you're getting. Like, we Mm. don't. Like, we haven't talked about Afghanistan, for instance, here. You know what I mean? I mean, because who are we? Who are we? We, you know what I mean. I mean, we could, but we. But all again, of all the niggas you could talk to about Afghanistan, of all the people you could listen to, why would it be us? We talk about niggas, and we talk about 
like celebrity got bullshitted. Look. Whatever we feel the most, you know, passionate about or whatever in that, you know, that week or that episode, that moment and shit like that. But yeah, it is a comedy show. I would just think like, yeah, I know a lot of people listen to this and then that's like, that's how they find out about who Summer Walker even is, maybe. Or, like, wow. what's going okay. on with her. It's true. Like, a lot of people no, listen wrong. to this show. And it's at work, and that's just how they hear about whatever's going on. But my thing is, like, if that's the case, don't be... Li- li- I-, I would think it's it's a little much to be like, well, actually, the baby mama said right. this, this, that, and a third. Get your shit together. Because who cares? I'm not even talking you know, about like, like necessarily the gossip part of things. I'm just saying, like, I want niggas to understand that shit may change from when we say this versus when you hear the show. Oh, well, yeah. Well, if you don't understand like, that, bitch, I don't I don't even really. What <laughs> please do you want get to- that. Like, and, and also, we are not journalists. Like, we're going to do our best, but sometimes things may be off. So. It is what it is. Like you can be mad about it or not, but it still exists as what it is. And um, the last thing I have to say before I get out of here is to um, to Trevor Taheem Smith Jr., also known as Buster Rhymes. Jesus Lord. Um, somebody who has already publicly admitted to having COVID and dealing with COVID. Um, this nigga was the headliner at a block party in Missouri and went on a rant talking about how this was his second show in front of an audience in a year and a half and COVID can suck a dick and all these government policies and mandates can suck a dick. And then he starts talking about how this is supposed to be your God given right of freedom. And nobody can tell you to put on a mask and fuck these mask mandates. And I can't even see y'all smiles. And when I was a young nigga, I had to see a girl smile and smile all big and dumb in her face to get her to want to talk to me. And now these hoes don't want to talk to me no more. And all the energy gets blocked and we can't conduct each other. And nigga, shut up. It is a fucking virus out here killing niggas, nigga. We do not care that you can't talk to random bitches on the street no more. We do not care that you can't holler at hoes the same no more and things have to be changed. We don't care about that. People are dying because strangers are breathing in each other's faces, bitch. What's not clicking? What's not clicking? I sat there and watched this rant. I was like, so Buster Rhymes' problem mass mandates is that he can't holla at women the same way no more. This is your issue with it? That girls can't see your smile or you can't see theirs so you can't determine whether they can make your dick hard enough? Going to carve my eyes out of my own like, head. It's so and dumb. I'm gonna eat them. It's and so it's dumb. not even the statement, it's the continuous fucking discussion. I'm so goddamn tired of talking about this shit. Like I'm so like I'm gonna lose my fucking mind. Can y'all shut the f- like I'm like I'm losing it. I'm gonna I'm I've I'm, I'm I'm I've broken. Here I am. Snapped. I've snapped. I've snapped. I've snapped. I'm sna- I've snapped. Okay. I'm so tired of fucking talking about this shit. Like Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's I mean, I'm just I I fully understand what you're saying, but like I saw this and I'm like, so your issue is that you love to talk to women and you like to see their pretty smiles or whatever and they can't see your smile. 
So they're not as easily charmed by your bullshit. And I'm supposed to give a fuck about this. People are dying every fucking day. Hospitals are at capacity. Hurricane Ida is bringing her bitch ass all throughout the southeastern part of the United States where people are already the ICUs and the ERs are already full. And then here come a fucking hurricane displacing all these people who can't afford to go nowhere else. People who are already sick, like things are bad enough. And you expect me to give a fuck that you can't holler at bitches the same way. Am I really supposed to give a fuck about that? My nigga, because I simply do not. I don't care if you can't holler at women the way you used to in the nineties or any time before COVID. I don't care if people are saying wear a mask or be vaccinated or else you can't come in here because thousands of fucking of people are dying every fucking day worldwide. Thousands of people. Of course, somebody cares. You don't have to care, but somebody fucking cares. Don't expect me to be on your side on this bullshit talking about people should resist wearing masks and shit. Nigga. I just don't know where he gets the nerve. And I get that a lot of artists are ready for this to be over. You make most of your money through touring or you make a lot of money through touring. I fully understand that. I do. I get it. But this is about human lives, not you being able to keep up your mansion in Malibu. So suck a dick and sit down. I'm done. For me this week, I want to say two things. First of all, um, there was a story out of, I believe, Colorado about a volleyball coach named Inoke Tonga. Okay. Pull it up since we don't, we're journalists. No, I did not say that, (laughs) but I'm pulling it up. Former volleyball coach at Valor Christian High School in Highlands Ranch, Colorado, where everyone got to be white except him. So why is he a former volleyball coach? You know why. (laughs) Well, because apparently the good folks over at Valor Christian High School, marvelous name, by the way. Valor Christian (laughs) Valor. Okay. Sure. Yeah, because these actions that you've displayed these are valorous. Yep. Bravery. They sure do. They sure do. The war on fag. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so Mr. Tonga said, you know, they pulled him aside, basically claiming that they discovered that he has the gay by way of Facebook and essentially told him that he can either denounce his gay or fuck off. And so he chose to fuck off, but not before he shared this information uh, with social media and the media, uh, the local media in the world. Um, Mr. Tonka is also apparently the second that we know of okay. coach from this particular school that was forced to resign for the same reason. Apparently, a female coach uh, left her job or lost her job, rather, for the same reason. I'm not surprised. 
The school released a statement saying Valor Christian High School embraces, loves, and respects all students, families, and other participants in our community. Regardless of whether or not they agree with Valor's beliefs. Mm -hmm. Although Coach Inoke has misrepresented many aspects of this matter, Valor appreciates the contributions he's made to the students-athletes in our volleyball program and wish the best, whatever. Wow. What? What aspects did he misrepresent? Tell us. Yeah, please. Tell do. us, Valor Christian High School. Sure. Tell us specifically mm-hmm. the aspects that he misrepresented. Because a gay person saying that some Christians, specifically Christians that they work for, told them to either get straight or fuck off and die sounds pretty standard. Yeah. I haven't heard anything yet that sounds like he may have been misrepresenting. Um the experience that he that he's telling us right. about the shit that you put him and another person through mind you he's not the only gay person that worked on your faculty that is talking about what happened also you self-reported by saying regardless of whether or not they agree with valor's beliefs it's very clear what's going on here you found out this man's business that ain't got nothing to fucking do with you or them damn kids that very likely don't give a fuck about who he sleeps with, marries, loves, right. or whatever the fuck outside of school. What they need to know is how to properly mm-hmm. bounce this fucking ball over the net and prevent it from hitting the <laughs> ground. <laughs> Sports shorts coming soon. Okay, amen, amen. And like, I, again, believe every single thing that it is that he said took place when they pulled him to the side and sat him down in whatever office and talks about how it wasn't, you know, they, he said, they told him, quote, they can put, they can't put the kids at risk by having him in front of them. At risk? Leprosy? What? What do you, what do you think that they could have? Do you think being gay is contagious? Because if it was, it would be a lot less straight people. This is why <laughs> I, I don't again, know what you girls are trying to say. <laughs> to like shatter every single fiber of my mind with yeah. y'all's bullshit. I'm not going to do it with COVID. I'm not going to yeah. do it with the gay. It's real. I'm not going to do it with the black. I'm going to say what I feel like I can say to the best of my ability and I'm going back into my hidey hole to create, eat snacks, and watch <laughs> fiction. <laughs> Amen. Because I can't continue to drive myself insane with this kind of bullshit. Y'all don't give a fuck about what that man is doing you don't give a fuck about him being gay or anything else like that you just you're ignorant as fuck you fucking antiquated as fuck you're fucking ridiculous and what's more you're likely worried that a whole bunch of your fucking hog ass republican right wing ass fucking parents are gonna come in and start saying that this man is gonna give them the gay and then that's gonna affect your funding and whatever other bullshit that really equates to your job yep you know that this man being gay ain't got nothing the fuck to do with these kids. Nope. But you are at the mercy of a whole bunch of likely white people that will march down to the nearest courthouse and complain in their red hats about how gays are are, are and the little Nas X's mm-hmm. are ruining their children yep. right next to critical race theory and the fuck everything else. <laughs> it's true. 
And I honestly feel bad for teachers like this, any person who works in, in an academic field that actually cares about kids and like really, really this kind of stuff breaks them up. Yeah. Because a bitch like me, you tell me to stay away from your kids or any kids for that matter. And I say, thank you. <laughs> Where can I send an edible arrangement? Fuck your kids and you, bitch. That's how I fucking feel. Motherfuckers like this with a good heart that actually want your raggedy ass crumb snatching bastards to grow up and be something. You want to shove them out into the motherfucking and tell them basically. Yeah. Eat pussy or die. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. You better at least pretend. I know that they were probably in there like just, just, they don't care. Just figure it out. Figure it out. We have an underground group of women that work solely as beards. Now, we see that you're a bit brown. We've got some brown ones. Please, please. Plenty of brown women that are, are willing to work with you in your affliction. Please. But we can't rip. Fuck y'all and your valor, you fake ass, whack ass bitches. Oh I'm tired. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, I don't have much more of it. I'm going to just tell my little jokes, eat my snacks. I, we've done this. I feel you. We've done this. I will cuss people out when I feel as though they need to do it. And if you walk up on me wrong, bitch, right, left, let me tell you something. They work. Yeah. And this your okay. Bed. That's really your bad. And I swing at the waist. <laughs> I put it all in it. Okay. Like, <laughs> Amen, friend. So that's that. But like, I, I, I can't with the continuous fuck shit, especially with just American entitlement, bigotry, yeah. and, and like all of the ways and really. Lots of, of white Europeans as well. I mean, non-white ones as well, because this is the gay that we're talking about. And honestly, non-white homophobes catch up. Like, how many more of the queer people have to show you the yep. reflections and what you're talking about and all of the same shit that people are trying to take away from you? But it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's real life is what it is. <laughs> And lastly, before we go ahead and call it an evening, I want to just go ahead and speak directly to the people over at Epic Games. Oh, okay. As well as the people over at Time. Oh, okay. Um, so Epic Games is a company that um, is to blame for the title Fortnite. Now... If you don't know or haven't heard, you've been living under a rock or you um, stay far away from children, as I've just talked about, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Fortnite is a free-to-play shoot-em-up game where um, 10-year-olds globally log in and are dropped onto a map where they use avatars of licensed characters to uh, shoot one another until only one of them is left standing. Now, Fortnite has been able to um, stay afloat and be one of the most successful, if not the most successful video game out right now and make tons and tons and tons and tons of money, probably loads of it, um, by way of the credit cards that your children are sneaking out of your purses while you're cooking or taking a shower. They're very rich, and it is because 
they have been selling your baby these avatars of you know deadpool wolverine um and mike lowry from bad boys now that shouldn't be too much of a problem at least not for me the you know self-proclaimed gamer Mm -hmm. uh because you know that's my tea i hate Fortnite for several reasons one it's uh one of the games that you will undoubtedly be called a nigger by a white person. Okay, that's uh, There's valid. no way around <laughs> it. There's no um, denying it or avoiding it. It will happen. A An eight-year-old Caucasian child will call you nigger. Um, so I don't feature that. And also, I just don't find it very fun. But the kids love it. And so it's been a hit. Okay. Now... The problem is that for whatever reason, Epic Games has partnered up with Time Magazine for something that they're calling the March Through Time event. And what's happening in the March Through Time event is that they have created a virtual Martin Luther King Jr. museum. Oh, no. For all of their Fortnite players to walk around... um, and quote unquote learn about MLK, uh, comma Jr. And um, nope. I don't know. Walk on Selma. The, the the attempt was to teach the children right. about this icon in the civil rights movement and the things. The problem with that is it's fucking Fortnite. What are you bitches <laughs> doing? Now, this tickled the same part of me that is incredibly sensitive to um, the high gay, come get your pride here shenanigans that takes place in June in all of the corporate places. It reminded me very much of that because I'm like, if there's one place I don't need a civil rights education, it is in Fortnite. Now... A tiny portion of me when I initially saw the like flyer that PlayStation posted about this and my jaw dropped to the ground. Mm-hmm. A tiny part of my spirit was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, we can't be a pessimist all the time and forever. This might not be that bad. Oh no. Why did that part of you speak up? <laughs> you know, they're trying to erase critical race theory. They're trying to take, okay, you know lessons of racism and and how it it need not exist or taking it away from the children so this could be a good thing trying to teach kids about the effects of racism the history of the civil rights movement and things like that in the video games that we all know they play all the time anyway this could be good yeah if if my spirit said <laughs> it is done with the right Levels and amounts of care and respect. Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't done with those things. And they didn't do that. They did it. What happened? It was clearly, as far as I'm fucking concerned, a stretch from the good girls over at Fortnite to say, hmm, we've had a lot of people call black folks niggas on here. What can we do to show or to perform this act of wokeness? How can we get into 
woke culture, right. as the white people call it. They Here's do. how you could do it if you're gonna do it: turn off of all of all of these goddamn godforsaken emotes that you have on here of these TikTok dances. Change maybe some of the fucking costumes that can be, or maybe don't or maybe don't mm-hmm. or maybe i'm looking at the levels on the on the recorder okay. so i know that this is ear it's blood so loud or just don't do it <laughs> they had to later disable a ton of emotes for this martin luther king jr museum you want to know why you want to know why you want to know why i, I want to know why because all of karen's Little juice-stained children oh, God. <laughs> were logging on to the MLK Museum with all of their juice-stained white friends and doing the fucking renegade featuring oh, Rick Sanchez and Wolverine and goddamn Ariana Grande in front of the Lincoln <laughs> Memorial. That's why. Oh, my God. The fact that you knew that your fucking video game is famous for people being able to do the flossing dance using like Chun-Li's body. But nobody, nobody at time, nobody at Epic said, let's turn that ghetto bullshit off since this ain't a laughing matter. It screams performative garbage. Mm. Can you not just leave us alone? Is it not bad enough that you can just walk into our goddamn homes and shoot us in our own motherfucking bed, kill us while we're walking home from getting snacks, choke us while we're trying to make a living on a fucking corner, kill our goddamn babies, have our fucking wives and aunties missing and shit like that? Isn't it enough that you can do that and laugh about it and guffaw with all of your goddamn fucking KKK friends and get backed up by the fucking conservative media while you're at it too we also have to deal with your fucking racist white babies doing the fucking renegade (laughs) and the fucking macarena and shit please help us jesus (laughs) got batman and cammy and guile and and fucking and mystique out here moonwalking in front of a martin luther king statue you don't have to do this you can just make the game no one asked you to do it. <laughs> I mean, unless time did, but you could have said no. Yeah. You could have said no. Yeah. You could have said, you know what, time? You girls do serious business. You girls <laughs> have Laverne Cox on the cover and you make statements and you actually are like knee deep in the political game. Yeah. We're not. Right. We're not. We're about selling 14 year olds virtual Travis Scott <laughs> concerts. <laughs> And stealing from their mothers. So, try Angela Rye, maybe. <laughs> Fuck! If, as if Fortnite was not already insufferable. Oh These God. niggas had to go ahead. And you know that they don't have, like, they, I don't even think that they yeah. had to, like, reach out to anybody in, in Martin Luther King's estate. Like, I think they're allowed to use his likeness just Probably by virtue so, of yeah, him. Just because he's being... who he is, yeah. Right. So, fuck Fortnite. We, it was always that for me anyway, Amen. just because I think the game is shit. But, no, like, <laughs> they really 
<laughs> like who? I how do you just get up and you're like, guess where you can see Martin Luther King live? Fortnite. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> Why would that be the case? I'm telling you, they are desperate to have every we're probably in it. No, don't say that. We probably are. The, like they want every living person to be in this game. It is it's yeah. odd. If you ever lived, you need to be in this game, period. I, I'm done. I, I, yeah, I can't understand it, but it seems to be what it is. So, oh, y'all like you like y'all are who y'all are. Everyone knows. I mean, if there is a group of people that really needs to be sat the fuck down and taught about bigotry in general, mm-hmm. it's not. It's us. a whole heap of gamers. Right. It's a whole gamers. Right. Damn sure could use some lessons and some seminars. Yeah. But you could have even just had like a nice moving like little video piece that would come up when you log in and you watch it and yeah. you learn about Martin Luther King for 30 seconds then you play the game. Yeah. But no. But you just wanted to go all out, huh? Yep. Maybe. How's that working out for you? <sighs> Woo. Okay. Well, that will wrap up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out at thisistheread.com um, and on social media at This Is The Read. Uh, any news from you this week, friend, before we head out? Uh, I don't think so. I'm going to try to go see Candyman soon. I'm very excited. Have fun. You know, I will never see that. But I'm don't very happy. It. Um, apparently, Lord, don't let me say her name wrong, but Nia DaCosta is the first black woman to have a number one movie, which is like, yeah, wait, a number what? one debut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I read that today too, and it was like, you've got to be fucking kidding. But me. of course not. So, um, that's insane. Shout out to her. Shout out to uh, my baby daddy and everybody else's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I want all the good things for Negroes at the same time. I'm very scary and I'm not going to see that. And that is all there is to that. You know, I'll buy a ticket, but I'm not I'm not watching it. So. Maybe they'll make like a novelization. Ooh, make I'll read a book. it. I'll read it. Yeah, if it's a book, I'll read it, but I'm not going to watch it. That's too scary. So I'm excited. But I um, just watched the first one. Oh, no. Hell no. It was really good. I'm pretty sure I've never even seen the first one. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I had only ever watched it via James A. Janice's See, of count. course. Niggas don't. <laughs> Niggas don't. And I love scary movies. <laughs> but that one is just like, they fucked my... my. One day we will get into the depths of how my family Amen. literally scarred me with Candyman and Chucky. Oh. So I just couldn't watch Candyman and okay. Chucky specifically because yeah. I love scary movies. My family, did that with the, um, my family did that with the Gremlins. <laughs> Oh yeah, I, they did. They got me with Gremlins yeah, they too, got and me that Gremlins. one's fun. Gremlins allegedly, is fun. It's not even like, allegedly. I mean, it's it's not for kids. <laughs> I but would I was not a show kid, that to a child. Small, <laughs> right? And Fucked my uncle was like, "This watch. is what you need to watch." And my mama yes. didn't let me go over there no more. My uncle literally did the same thing to me. He was like, <laughs> "Come look at this new toy." <laughs> Look at this new toy. I'm like three. Of course I want to see these toys. And he pulls me in and it's fucking Chucky (laughs) leaping and stabbing someone. And my mama did not let me go over there no more. I don't know how that nigga's known peace since. (laughs) My mother was pissed. Pissed. She was so mad. Because the number of nightmares I had, nigga. (laughs) 
Right. Now I have to come and sleep in her bed. No, and he was staying with us at the time. Oh, no, no. Nah, I know she, like, she was staying with us. I know she was. I really could like spill the tea on my uncle when he's because it was so nigga. Oh, my God. My, my, no, my, I know she mama, wanted to put him out the house so bad. <laughs> I know she did. Yes. Okay. I'm done. <sighs> okay. So, yes. Um. Go. You know what? Take some time this week to take care of your black ass selves. Um, support some black creatives in your circle. Send some money to black people who are struggling in the Gulf Coast and um elsewhere across the world. Haiti. Yes. It's a lot of shit going on. Um, so let's take care of each other and we will see y'all next week. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix.